Andy Warhol artwork is auctioned on the blockchain. One country is going to pass three pro-cryptocurrency bills into law, and Tron locks up billions of their tokens. Who are the top 10 celebrities that are investing in crypto? And does it matter? It's our weekly bad news episode of the show where we Google stuff so you don't have to. There's lots to cover today, so let's get into it. It's episode number 149 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Yes, very nice. Episode 149. We have come a long way, Mr. Joe Com. We have come 149 of them. That is one episode away from number 150. And we have a great show today with tons of really super interesting news from the blockchain world. But we also are super excited because we've just finished conducting our interview for episode number 150. Do you want to talk about that? So awesome. So awesome. So if you have watched the, the documentary Betting on Bitcoin, uh, or if you are familiar with the cryptos at all, you've probably heard of Charlie Shrem. And uh, he had set up a company called BitInstant, and he ended up getting uh, ended up getting kind of hosed in the deal. And so we actually interviewed him today, and that will be episode 150. And that is a spectacular interview, very interesting, uh, very candid, and a um, lot, lot of shrimp, a lot of shrimp in that episode. Yeah, that's going to come out on Sunday night. Will be episode number 150. But uh, for today, we've got all kinds of news that we want to share with you. Of course, um, it is the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Com. He's Travis Wright, and our sponsor is New Alchemy. As you guys know, we are not financial advisors. And if you didn't know that, we're not. But if you're serious about your blockchain company and you want some real expert advice about ICOs and access to a full range of blockchain development services, then guess what? New Alchemy may be the people that can help you. They're a trusted name in the blockchain security space, and security is super important. They were founded by a security expert. His name is Peter Vesens, and he first wrote about the security vulnerability that was found uh, that led to the DAO hack of a few years ago. And uh, New Alchemy's team delivers top-of-the-line smart contract audits, other blockchain security services, more than 400 million that's not quite a bajillion, but it's still a lot. More than $400 million have been raised using new Alchemy audited smart contracts. You guys want to know more? Check out newalchemy.io. Well, let's start in with a piece of pop culture because many people have said that blockchain needs to go mainstream in order for Main Street to start investing in it. And uh, this first story from the UK Independence certainly is a pop culture story because a pop culture icon, Andy Warhol, he of uh, unique art stylings, he had a uh, he didn't do. There was one of his paintings was auctioned off on blockchain for Bitcoin for huge amounts. I'm going to put this story up for uh, those that are watching us in video. Huge, huge amounts. Yeah, so his uh, his art piece, fourteen small electric chairs, valued at four point two million pounds, uh, that was auctioned off on uh, June twentieth, 
and uh, through purchasing through Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. And uh, they allowed the, the anybody can own a Warhol if you have lots of crypto, I guess, right? Imagine that you created. A, who knows how long this art piece took him? And now it's worth four point two million pounds. That's like about five, five or six yeah, million yeah. dollars. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so pretty cool. I'm I'm taking a look at the uh, the artwork right now, and uh, this is from a 1980 piece. But they're tokenizing real world assets, and we've had a, a couple companies on our ICO spotlights that are doing this. They're tokenizing assets, but this is the first ever piece of artwork that was tokenized and sold for Bitcoin on blockchain. And this, you know, it'll always be the first. It's like, uh, you know, the Buggles video kill the radio star will always have been the first music video on MTV back when MTV actually was music television, you know, many years ago. So this mm -hmm. Warhol piece will always be the first piece of artwork that was blockchain sold yeah it's crazy uh 5.6 million dollars essentially is what it's worth but i've not seen what it actually sold for so it it had the auction but the news that i found didn't actually tell us what it finally sold for I well that's why that this is bad news because we sure. don't have all the answers we'll give you half the news but at least it's not fake it news. is not fake news it's it's real news. Uh, let's jump up to uh, our neighbors to the north, up to Canada. Eh? Ha. What's it all about there? When it, take off, take the off. Canadian Holder. Securities Commission. Yeah. What what are they saying there about them? They're Ontarians. Well, over a half a million people who live in Ontario are holding the cryptocurrency, and I guess this must be. Some uh, you know, of there's them. a picture with the story, and they're them. all just holding up their hands. It's I like, have crypto. Well, no, they're showing you their their crypto because you know it's it's invisible. Yeah. So I'm highly. <laughs> One person's like, I have three cryptos. I have five. No, cryptos. that that person just lost a finger in a in an accident with a power tool. That's that was very <laughs> insensitive of me. I felt very bad about that. So they so the Ontario Security Commission they actually published a study last week taking caution financial consumers and the crypto asset sector, and they said that five percent of all Ontarians own crypto assets currently. And so that translates out to about a half a million of them. An additional 4% of Ontarians own crypto in the past, but no longer do. They got out of the crypto. They're crypto past pastists. And, uh, but so, you know, crypto goes up, crypto goes down. People are like, Hey, sometimes you get in, you get out. Maybe they're just trading and, and whatnot. But, uh, so maybe 9% of Ontario has, partaken in crypto at one point and so. one and a half percent have participated in icos and so you know we thought it was important to give a little love to canada we know you're up there you guys are super polite sorry sorry it's okay um you know a little, little bit of a feature give a shout out to canada yeah. kind uh so this is this is super interesting what the heck happened at binance they had to shut down the exchange for 12 hours because of some weirdness, um, one Syscoin, which was 22 cents in U.S. dollars on July 3rd, sold for 96 Bitcoin. And so they had to halt the exchange because that, that was. Did, they, did it actually sell? Did somebody actually like, whoops, I literally just spent $600,000 buying one Syscoin? Like, did that. Was that a, oh, it was a bot. It was a trading bot activity happened. 
And that is what happened. They notified exchanges to halt trading while it performed an investigation. And Binance said it would undergo system maintenance, suspending and trading. So that one, I guess for that one trade, that one minute, that was when yeah, there was something really yeah. fun that happened there for that minute. I mean, you can kind of see these these crazy spikes. Of when zzz, like, wow, where's it going? There's the moon. We found it. Oh, my gosh. 90. That is insane. <laughs> you guys have to check out the show notes. Wow. And, Aaron, let's make sure that we, uh, it, you know, either embed this tweet that shows what actually happened over that one minute with this. And you, could you imagine if, like, you were holding Syscoin and you opened up your block folio and saw that all of a sudden you're, you know, 10,000 Syscoin, you were a, a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like no that is insane that video right there that shows the one minute chart of what was going on that 20 second video that is crazy you're right i mean oh my gosh that stuff just that stuff just took off and it looked like it was going on a nice little chart but apparently there was some trading bot malfunction that was going on so trading bots can be bad for sure they can uh imagine if somebody was actually if somebody logs into their account and they're like Here's here's oh, the man. key point in the story is that Binance um, has announced that they are launching a secure assets fund for users, SafeU, S-A-F-U, a cold wallet to be used for user compensation in extreme cases. The wallet's going to collect 10% of all trading fees. And if there's a worst case scenario, like a glitch or a hack, then you will, I guess, uh, you know, maybe your account gets locked down when that happens. And uh, that's probably a good thing. So it's sort of like what the FDIC, which is uh, what the banks use, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, they sort of insure deposits in U.S. banks. So Binance is self-regulating. Imagine that. They're, they're literally regulating themselves without a big government telling them what they have to do. You need to put 10% of all your trades and fees into a thing in case some. They literally did this on their own. Imagine. I that. love that. Good on you, Binance. So cryptos are down, but ICO fundraising is is still doing really well. Um, there's still initial coin offerings raised 11.8 billion this year through May, which is more than double the five and a half billion through all of 2017. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's through May. So we've doubled it through May, add in June. So you're probably, based on that, you're probably sitting at about $13, $14 billion through June. And what are we going to sit at about, map that out to the whole year, probably tw between 25 and $30 billion in ICOs in 2018 is look like what we're, what we're trending towards. And, you know, right now the crypto market is down. Bitcoin is sitting at around $6,400, I think. Uh, Bitcoin is the total market. What is yeah. the total market cap right now? About two hundred and sixty-seven billion as of this snapshot moment in time. Bitcoin sixty-five eighty-two, Ethereum four sixty-eight, uh, XRP forty-seven and a half cents, uh, EOS under ten dollars at eight seventy-eight, uh, Litecoin eighty-three dollars, Stellar twenty. So you kind of get a feel for you know what's going on um, down. Uh, you know, a solid 70% off of the highs from January. 
But you know what? Every time there's been one of those big highs, there's always been one of these sort of a lull. It comes down and then it waits for the next pop. And so, you know, we've we've had conversations about this before where people were saying, oh, my God, when Bitcoin was 20,000, they're like, oh, I wish I should have bought some when it was like five or six thousand. I should have bought some more then. Well, guess what? It's low now. Now's the time when you might want to think about it because it's cheap now. What are the favorite coins that you love in the space, right? What are the ones that solve real world problems that are not shit coins, right? Because there's a lot of them. There's 1,600 coins. There's a lot of them that are going to fail. But which ones are those ones that have great technology and great teams? Those are the ones that you want to check well, out. Well, you know, it's right? funny because you're right. People are like, oh, I should have bought at. And then it gets to below where they should have bought at. And then they're scared to buy again. I can't say this too many times. Warren Buffett said, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. And I think that guy probably knows a thing or two about. Mm-hmm. And stay away from Bitcoin because it's rat poison squared. And, you know, and buy my Wells Fargo stock. Uh, so here, yeah, this is interesting. That. South Korea is reviewing its stance on crypto and saying, hey, maybe we'll be a, a blockchain haven. Remember, um, in July of last year, the South Korean government legalized Bitcoin as a remittance method. But then uh, they kind of pulled back. They banned in December of last year anonymous trading on local exchanges. You had to identify that you were, um, you know, holding. And then in 2018, government officials were forbidden to hold or trade crypto, March 2018. This stuff just sends the markets going, because South Korea is a a significant, you know, marketplace for crypto. They love the cryptos. Japan loves the cryptos. China loves the cryptos. The governments in these are going back and forth at times, right? You know, we've had Japan who wants to be a hub for crypto and blockchain. South Korea is like, yeah, we want to. No, we don't. No, we want to ban it. No, we want to. Okay, well, now we're okay. Yes, we want to do it again. Because I think what happens is a lot of times, sort of like what happened in New York with the bit license, once they start overregulating, these companies start moving out and they, they, they don't do business there. And South Koreans love crypto. Like they're all about it. Japan, all about it. And you know what? Every time new technology sort of happens, it, it really hits those big waves in, in Asia, and the world sort of then follows it, right? I mean, the technology that's happened in Japan over the years, it seems like it's always just, it, it, it happens there, then it finally gets to America, or then it finally gets to the coasts, and then it finally makes its way to the Midwest, right? I live in Kansas City, you live in Denver, we're in the Midwest, but we're, we're trendsier, so we see those before most people, but most people don't deal with it. Most people don't understand it. QR codes were such a, a confusing thing for people for so long. Japan's been using those things now, I think, for close to you a decade. You guys are getting They've in, been into using our QR codes. soon, right? Now with, with crypto. Here in Kansas City? Yeah, here in Kansas City. Eventually, we're going to get some indoor plumbing. We still got the old outhouse, which is a little hot. Well, here's what's happening in South Korea. Apparently, there is a interest. South Korea's Ministry of Science and Technology and the U.S. State Department announced a cooperative effort at a press conference that took place in Seoul. And uh, they are looking at, uh, let's see, they said at their National Assembly, we need to form a task force, including private experts, in order to improve transparency of cryptocurrency trading and establish a healthy trade order. So they're they're looking at blockchain tech again. And look, there's no avoiding this. There is, there's no avoiding 
what's happening with blockchain and any country that um, tries to squash it is going to find themselves left behind. They're going to be sad. And BitThumb, that's one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges. It's in Korea. It got hacked recently. And, uh, you know, there was a ton of WON, W-O-N is what they call it in Korea, was 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 hacked. And so, you know, they're trying to regulate it, figure it out. Like a few months ago, CoinNest is another, uh, you know, Korean company that they got hacked, uh, supposedly transferring billions. They were actually arrested a fraud, the, the CEO and founder of that. So I guess it wasn't hacked. 12 crypto exchanges were ordered to improve their customer protection. So kind of like how what Binance is doing on their own, maybe Binance has saw the writing on the wall and said, hey, let's proactively do this. Whereas Korea is now saying, okay, we need to have some sort of FDIC customer protection as well, because when there's no protection, that is, that's a little Damn scary for scary. folks, right? Speaking of scary, Tron, always uh, you know, Tron is the, the crypto that kind of came out of the blue and had its multi-billion dollar market cap with nothing more than a white paper, but they have finally rolled out their main net. And now the Tron Foundation is locking away 33.2 billion of their tokens um, in a thousand different addresses on the mainnet for safety reasons. And that means that they're instead of 100 billion tokens in circulation, now it's 65.75. So you would think, uh, and they're going to be locked up till January 1st, 2020. So that ought to do something to the value, right? Well, you would think because the, the value is determined by the amount in circulation times the price and that's your market cap well now do their market cap shrink down significantly well i don't know because we know how many is going to be in circulation eventually um so i don't know it should you think it would do something and uh tron you know it, it, why it was so scary was because of the master, master control, control program, program right the main antagonist in tron very very scary rogue computer program. And Tron, Tron though, the, the company's been doing some interesting stuff because at one point they were worth like $18 billion, maybe even a little bit more. Uh, and so that thing at one point was crazy. And they took some of that real-world money, and now they've actually bought BitTorrent. They did that a few weeks ago. And actually, crypto companies going out and buying real companies now because they've earned so much money on their market cap, which which is kind of crazy. And Tron's doing some really unique stuff with the entertainment space, with movies, videos, video games. So they're creating their whole... Uh, you mentioned ecosystem. Bitmain before, and this story from CCN.com says Bitmain is now one of the 21 entities that is processing EOS, EOS transactions. Of course, EOS, another one that rolled out mm -hmm. their mainnet recently. Uh, when is high, when to, Did it hit $20? I think EOS hit like 20 or something. $24 to $24. And I was like, what are you serious? How is it? I, oh my God, their main net hadn't even happened. Now their main net is rolling along and it's sitting at $8. Like crypto sometimes just makes no sense to me. Like what, and I, as I remember, whenever I, I sold half of my EOS, when it was going, I, I hit like 18 bucks and I was like, what? 18 bucks. Like I, I probably should have had a trailing stop on there or something for it to drop down. But I was just like, this doesn't make sense. It just literally went from $8 to $12 to da, 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 up to $20, $24. And then it went all the way back down to $7. Crypto is crazy, folks. I mean, crypto has a mind of its own. And um, this you can check out the Ant Pool 
It's E-O-S-A-N-T-P-O-O-L.com. And uh, so that's one of the 21 top EOS block producers. Bitmain, if you recall, is uh, the Jihan Wu. What is that? Is that the right guy's name who runs Bitmain? He is, that's the guy that John McAfee was talking about as one of the smartest guys. And he's building all this AI stuff as well. So I don't know. Bitmain is an interesting beast. I have to click this article. This wasn't listed here in the news, but there's this picture of this guy here. Um, the BIS chief, Bank for International Settlements. His name is Augustine Karstens. And the headline is, Stop Trying to Create Money. <laughs> uh, this guy reminds uh, you know what? I'm not, no, I am going to say it. He looks a little like Jabba the Hutt. I'm just kidding. He does. Like, stop going to the buffets. Yeah, stop trying to create. <laughs> I'm totally fat shaming him right now. Totally I, I, fat I, man. Can you fat shame somebody when you're fat? Is that is, it, is that possible? You do what you want. It's a fallacy to think money can be created from nothing. Uh, mm. You know what? I don't believe that. I think anything of well, that's value. Any central bank in the world, right? That's all they do is create money from nothing, and your chicks for free. It's true. That is true. Stop creating money. We're the ones that's supposed to create money out of thin air. Not you guys. Stop it. <laughs> uh, there's Here's some really good news. And that is we talked about the, the nation of Malta before. And this is, this is big because you have a prime minister of a country that has been very crypto friendly saying they are going to pass three crypto bills that are going to lay a foundation for Malta becoming a crypto-friendly blockchain island. Mm-hmm. There's a great, art, was a great article on CCN.com. The Parliamentary Secretary for Digital Innovation and Finance, Silvio uh, Chambri, which will actually be on an interview with us shortly, uh, our crypto chick, uh, bad crypto correspondent, Rachel Wolfson, was in Malta, was at these meetings, and she got a chance to interview uh, Silvio, and he mentioned this. He goes, this is the last stage of legislation that will put Malta on the international map for blockchain and crypto regulation. There is political consensus on this roadmap, and we are foreseeing that this area will be the mainstay of our economic growth for the next four to five years. So we have a nice 20-plus minute interview with Silvio that will be live in I, I think next week sometime. I believe that's coming out. Very fascinating. These different bills that are making Malta a crypto-friendly blockchain island, and I love that. More more countries, you know, are are waking up and saying we should probably embrace innovation instead of try to replace, you know, they're they're, they're, they're I don't know, just eliminating. They're eliminating innovation in their company when when they put over when they overregulate. It's mm-hmm. bad. Malta's There's- figuring it out. They're smart. We have an article linked in the show notes at badco.in forward slash 149 that Rachel Wilson contributed to Forbes. And uh, uh, basically, these three bills are going to make all the difference. This, she wrote, makes Malta the first country in the world to provide an official set of regulations for operators in the blockchain, cryptocurrency, and distributed ledger technology space. So this is cool, and looking forward to having um, uh, that interview that Rachel conducted um, on the show soon, and good news for the crypto space. Good news for the crypto space, for sure. 
Uh, and definitely a great article. So check that out and then check out bad crypto in next week when we have that art, when we have that actual interview that, uh, that Rachel done. So that's really sweet. Also in the news, the EU parliament destroys bearish claims in this new report that's coming up. So they recently said the crypto bears are bad and there's going to be crypto bulls coming along. Report says that crypto will stay with us for a while. Now, how long is a while? Do we know? We don't know how long a while is. That is that is an incredibly vague. This is it references uh, this guy Schiller that we talked about in, in a recent. Uh, mm-hmm. and we said he was shilling, apparently, because that's that's why he's mm-hmm. the name. But yeah, uh, that's true. There's a great report it's called "Virtual Currencies and Central Banks' Monetary Policy Challenges Ahead." Thirty-three page PDF. So if you want to dive deep into and see what the eu is thinking about cryptos virtual currencies monetary policies what's all about the eu Uh, also around the world this article from coin telegraph five nations launched tax enforcement alliance to tackle crypto and cyber crime threat those uh, countries are australia canada the netherlands the united kingdom and the united states the joint chiefs of global tax enforcement or the j Five, and they're going to cooperate on intelligence and criminal investigations to reduce the growing threat to make sure they get their money. Basically, you know, that's what they're 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 getting together. It's like, let's make sure that there's not crime going on because we need to collect our taxes. Yeah, let's make sure we regulate and create this global organization to, uh, you know, tax people all over the world. And great. So the IRS, they've they've uh, assembled a team of 10 new investigators to pursue those who use crypto to don't do that taxes. Uh, I am not a financial advisor, but I am a don't be stupid advisor and uh, pay your taxes. You know, don't evade taxes, pay, pay what's due render unto Caesar that which is due to Caesar. And uh, let's jump into our last story because everybody wants to know what celebrities are into crypto. Right. I mean, we care what celebrities think we, we, whenever they have a political view, I just can't wait to hear what a celebrity has to say about politics because they are mm-hmm. so well versed. <laughs> so knowledgeable yeah. about politics. Uh, and you know what? This isn't even a complete list because Akon last week, right? He launched his own coin, the A coin. Uh, I just looked through here and I noticed that uh, Akon, not even well, on let's, the list. Let's quickly go through the ones that are here. Uh, number 10 on the list is Floyd Mayweather. He's now known as Floyd Crypto Mayweather. Uh, you know, he's putting some of his money. He is not. He's Floyd yeah. Money Mayweather. And crypto so is money. last year, he was part, he was one of several <laughs> celebrities, him, Paris Hilton, and I think one other that were touting Centra, uh, which ended up being a scam and people got arrested for it. And uh, I don't think he's involved in that anymore. Mm-hmm. Now Paris Paris had a different one, a different crypto that she was that she was promoting. Uh, Floyd had Centro. There was, I think, maybe DJ Khaled oh, yeah. or something. He yeah, was yeah, pimping the same one. I think that was it. But but uh, Paris Hilton had had some other one. Uh, another one, number nine on the list is Mel B. Uh, she was one of the Spice Girls. You maybe remember her. She's also on a TV show called America's Got Talent, and uh, she came out back in uh, 2013 that she liked the crypto. She was actually the first musician to accept payments via Bitcoin. 
way back in the day, and she said that it helped her unite her global fan base, which is pretty sweet. Number eight, The Game. Uh, I never heard of this guy, but apparently he is a rapper and a cannabis advocate, and he's using crypto to disrupt the cannabis industry. But the crypto and the endo. He he is also being sued for his endorsement of a coin called Paragon Coins, which is some sort of uh, cannabis coin. I don't know enough about that. They're saying it's a scam in here. I don't know whether or not it is. It links to some stories, and you can check the show notes and go deeper down that rabbit hole yourself. Well, a lot of those dispensaries have a big problem. You know, the the banks won't allow them to have bank accounts, mm-hmm. right? And so crypto is a perfect tool for you to go in and if you're going to buy some buy yourself some herb at one of those dispensaries in one of those legal states, crypto makes a whole lot of sense for that. Now, why not just use Ethereum or Bitcoin or Litecoin, right? The, I think this is the case where sometimes people go, "Ah, oh, I could create a coin out of thin air that can do this, but not every time, not every use case do you need to create a new crypto. There's some really awesome ones already out there, folks. You don't have to create new ones. Number seven, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, she backed the Abra app, A-B-R-A, which is a Bitcoin-based wallet, after an episode of Planet of the Apps. Planet of the Apps, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's on that, and Gwyneth Paltrow, and I think Will I M was on that. I, I didn't actually see any of those episodes. I don't know. I think it was on like an Apple TV or I don't even know where it was, but um, yeah. Number six, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Ashton's been, you know, into uh, technology uh, for some time. He also does good stuff. He's a UN ambassador against human trafficking. He's testified before Congress, but he is, uh, he's been in Ethereum since 2014. He's also a investor in BitBay. He's into esports. He's into Unicorn. We've had them on the show before, and uh, he is spreading. He was the first person ever to a million followers on the Twitters. That's right. It was him and C- CNN that were neck and neck, and Ashton beat um, CNN to the punch. Yeah, it was CNN break, which was actually a, just a user, regular user account that ended up amassing such a huge following, and then I think CNN ended up taking that over. But you know what? Ashton Kutcher is a huge uh, angel investor and a VC. He's He's done very, very well with some of his investments, for sure. I bet he'd be cool to hang out with. Ashton. If you want to come hang out on bad crypto, let us know. Let's get him on the show. On bad crypto. He Dude, should, where's my crypto? Yeah. Dude. Number five. I don't know this guy. Luis Suarez. He's a Uruguayan. 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 You're totally Uruguayan. <laughs> I'm not. Don't be He's Uruguayan. a soccer guy. He's a soccer guy. He is apparently known for his Hannibal Lecter style ear biting during matches, which is uh, sort of Mike Tyson ish. It's like, uh, yeah, no kidding. And uh, he encouraged people to invest in the Ethereum prediction uh, crypto stocks last year. Also, Mayweather did that as well last year. And, and speaking of boxing and Mike Tyson biting off ears, like who's number four? Tyson. Uh, it's Mike uh, he, Tyson. Yeah. He you got to endorsed... say this like Mike Tyson, though. If you're going to say this one, you got to <laughs> don't be preposterous. He endorsed Bitcoin's first ever ATM. Are you lisp shaming Mike Tyson? Totally my lift team, but if you ever run into him, he'll punch you in the face. And you yeah. won't you won't you won't do that with his present. He he supported Bitcoin way back in two thousand fifteen. So there's yeah. that. 
way back in 2015. DJ Khalid, we just mentioned him. Uh, he was in hot water as well for back in the same ICO scam as Mayweather. We don't know how deep they were invested, right? But apparently he uh, he's a hip-hop legend. Actually, it's like I'd never even heard of this dude until his Snapchat debacle and all of Major a sudden. Key. Like, Major, Major Key. Major He's on TV shows and so he's all over the place, man. So he just had a Snapchat snafu and he blew up. Pop culture is just ridiculous. The things that people watch. Hey, more power to him. Uh, hip hop legend. Okay, good. Uh, Jamie Foxx, an uh, Oscar award winning actor, and uh, he is involved in the crypto community and he has things to uh, to say. He backed Cobin Hood, uh, which is a uh, a crypto. It's an altcoin that is out there. Uh, crypto exchange. It is a crypto altcoin. exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number, and number one, one number one is someone I've never heard of. Lionel yeah. Messi, the world's most famous soccer player. How do you uh, not also, know him? He's the world's most yeah. famous soccer player. Yeah. You know what? I'm here in America. We didn't even make the World Cup, folks. You think we pay, pay attention to the world soccer stuff? Okay, we don't. That's, that's racist. That is very racist. And does it look like I like to run around a lot? No. So... So he actually backed the block blockchain startup Siren Labs, which is creating a blockchain phone, which is really cool. And uh, so he has vocally expressed his support for the Bitcoins regularly via tweets on the Twitters. So, yeah, this article says no matter how much you love celebrities, remember, they there are no experts when it comes to investing. Okay, do you really need to be told? It's look. There's celebrities that say things that I agree with, others that say things I disagree with. But believe me, I'm not giving any credence to the ones that agree with, you know, something that I would believe just because they're popular. Uh, these are just people. It's interesting. This is the TMZ That's segment of the bias, show. Right. Whenever yeah. you're like, oh, somebody said something that I think that I agree with. Oh, I, must be true. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow said so. <laughs> get Get all out of my cognitive bias there. You know yeah, good stuff. So that so was the that was the news here. Right? That's the news. Let's check out the reviews. We told you guys submit some funny reviews, and if they're five stars and they make us chortle, giggle, snort, or otherwise laugh, that we would read them on the show. Here's a few from Facebook. The first one is from Steve Washuta. <laughs> Let me say this one. That's good because right. we made this joke with the last last week's bad news. We we were talking about. Uh, some article, I don't even remember what the article was, but we got talking about shrooms and, and psychedelics. And so I, I made a comment and then Joel made his comment. And so here's the review is <clears throat> Joel hates shrooms and technical analysis. Travis finds that Fiverr is the key to budgeting during the bear market. There you go. Great review. Yeah, because that's what we got. Uh, talking tokens. The, the dude who's doing all those fun videos, for us, audios for us. Yeah. Uh, Barry writes also on Facebook, five-star review, your audio medicine against fiat mind effery. Uh, Joel, combat your fiat viral infections with the new and improved copy righted. It's spelled, you have to read this, go to the show notes to see this, formula against financial and technological illiteracy and pop some podcast pills to help suppress debt suppression at the hands of economic hitmen. Applications, the Bad Crypto Podcast will help to relieve chronic back pain caused by the carrying of unnecessary amounts of plastic paper in various metal compounds, aid in the alert 
allergic reaction to banks, PayPal, credit card companies, and other old money institutions, stimulate crypto curiosity, ward off seizures caused by old economy trigger words, and side effects include high blood pressure and nausea from being fiat furious, increased chance of Jamie D. diarrhea, hallucinations about Lambos and magical internet sudden vomiting of newfound crypto knowledge obsessive interest in the moon a blockchain blown mind laughing too hard at bad puns resulting in serious stomach cramps and he's got a couple others in and staying bad use caution when operating a car heavy machinery shocking discoverings or discoveries or sudden bursts of laughter may influence your functioning you might lose your stuff <laughs> yes great wow that, that, guy, that guy has words uh, i think i think that guy needs to call in barry you need to call in sometime and tell us which token you want us to talk about Ooh. because we're we're going to do a new talking tokens episode here soon and that number is 708-885-9030 you call in we will then add that to the show, and we can talk in tokens with Travis and Jones. <laughs> Why don't you read this one from Jamie? Next one. <clears throat> Jamie and Mark say, Travis and Joel eost me through the ripples of getting started in crypto, crypto, crypto. Either you figure it out on your own and fail, or dash yourself to these guys to listen and learn the stellar way to success. Grab your Litecoin or lightsaber, and may the force of Bitcoin be with you thanks guys that's, uh, that's that seven cryptos that was, he mentioned that was very that was very clever in in, in three sentences uh, and finally lance writes and i'm going to edit this on the fly it's fairly lengthy the bad crypto podcast is bad for you i drive for a living in a little less than two months and 500 miles i've managed to binge lesson to every episode of the show i'm not oh my god uh, lance are you serious <laughs> Wow. I am now a cryptoholic. Because of Joel and Travis's stellar reporting and reviews, I slipped into the rabbit hole and I can't get out. I lost my girlfriend because I found more time for the podcast than I did for her. Oh, no. So we break up relationships. Uh, she's oh, even no. busted me updating my crypto spreadsheet on numerous occasions. I tried to illuminate the dark and treacherous path of the crypto underworld for my friends, only to lose them along the way as well. What my ex-girlfriend and friends didn't realize is that I did it for them. All I have left is this podcast and my 33% gains <laughs> to keep me content now. Joel and Travis oh, don't spoon with me at night. My profits don't invite me to parties. It should be called the Sad Crypto Podcast. Thanks for nothing, guys. <laughs> oh, man. That, that should be a country song. I drive for a living and I was last listening to the bank. <laughs> like, I lost my girlfriend, lost my friends, lost my gains. Not going to the moon. We're not going to the moon. I'm going to bankruptcy court. <laughs> oh, my. Well, hey, we love your reviews, whether on Facebook, iTunes, or wherever else you would submit and a, a review. If it's funny and it's five stars, uh, we might just read it here on the show. But whatever you do, make sure that you subscribeify to the podcast. That's how to let these services know that you're listening is to subscribe. So push the subscribe button, grab a friend's phone or device and subscribe them. They'll be like, thank you. Thank you for subscribing me to Bad Crypto. That's, you've changed my life. 
or just uh, you know while you're while you're sitting in front of your Amazon, you can say Alexa, play bad crypto podcast. <laughs> Uh, you do this and, and you just upset people all the time with that. Yeah. Alexa, Alexa, stop. stop. <laughs> yeah. Alexa, what's the weather? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. We appreciate you guys so much. Until next time. And next time is going to be episode number 150 with Charlie Shrem. Yeah. Oh, well, mm-hmm. actually, in between those two episodes will be a crypto spotlight, which is not officially a numbered episode. So now if you're confused, that's fine. That's all you really need to know to stay back. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.